Okay, here we go. We are finishing up the Gospel of John, which means that we're finishing up four Gospels as we're going through the New Testament in a year. We have done Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, and we are finishing up with the Gospel of John, chapter 21. Chapter 21, verse 1 says, Afterwards, after what? Well, after Jesus had risen from the dead, after he appeared to uh, Mary Magdalene at the tomb, after he had appeared to the other disciples, Peter and John, and then to the larger group of disciples, and then appeared to Thomas, who had his doubts, and now Thomas believes. Well, after all of these things, and Jesus appearing after his resurrection, Jesus appeared again to his disciples by the Sea of Galilee. It happened this way. Simon Peter, Thomas, also known as Didymus, Nathaniel from Cana in Galilee, the sons of Zebedee, James and John, and the two other disciples were together. I'm going out to fish, Simon Peter told him. Well, what else was he going to do? He doesn't have an assignment. He doesn't have anything to do. He's been with Jesus for the last three years, and you know, Jesus died and he's resurrected again, but uh, what's, what's Peter supposed to do? He's not following Jesus anymore, so he's going back to, going back to fishing. And they said, we'll go with you. Well, what are they going to do? They're going to go back fishing. They don't have any assignment. They don't have anything that they've been told to do differently. So they went out and they got into the boat. Uh, but that night they caught nothing. So they're night fishing early in the morning. So does that mean they were fishing all night long? Jesus stood on the shore, but the disciples didn't realize it was Jesus. It, we'll see in a moment. He's about 100 yards away. He's standing out there. And he calls out to them, friends, catch any fish? No, nothing. And he said, throw out your net on the other side of the boat. You'll find some. Well, these guys are professional fishermen and they haven't caught anything. When they did, they were unable to haul the net in because of the large number of fish. So worked. Told them, throw it over on the other side and worked. Then the disciple whom Jesus loved, which is John, the one who's writing this gospel, and he tells us that in some verses down as we get towards the end. Then the disciple whom Jesus loved said to Peter, it's the Lord. As soon as Peter heard him say, it's the Lord, he wrapped his outer garment around him, for he had taken it off for comfort while he was working, and he jumped into the water. Jumped. This guy is impetuous. This guy is... This guy is like automatic. <laughs> I mean, he just he just moves. I think he's ADD. I'm ADD, so I mean, I relate to Peter. He jumps in the water. The other disciples, you know, they were a little, a little different. They followed in the boat, towing the full net of fish, for they were not far from the shore, about a hundred yards. And when they landed, they saw a fire of burning coals there with fish on it and some bread. Well, Jesus had the bread and Jesus has a fire cooking, coal, uh, <clears throat> coal fire. And Jesus said to them, bring some of the fish you just caught. So Simon Peter climbed back into the boat and he dragged the net ashore. It was a, full of large fish, 153 of them. But even with so many fish... Uh, the net wasn't torn. So that's a little bit of a miracle in and of itself. You know, they may, they had nice nets, but 153 fish in the net, you know, that's a big, big pull. Well, it didn't tear the nets apart. 
And Jesus said to them, come and have breakfast. And none of, none of them at that point dared ask him who he was. They knew who he was. They knew it was Jesus. And so Jesus came, he took the bread and he gave it to him. And he did the same with the fish. Now, this is the third time that Jesus appeared to his disciples after he had risen from the dead. When they had finished eating, Jesus said to Simon Peter, Simon, son of John, do you love me more than these? More than what? Uh, more than the other guys? More than the 153 fish? Uh, more than the boats? More than the things around? We don't know exactly what he's referring to with the these. People uh, seem to... Uh, seem to know maybe he maybe jesus is referring to when um he said that he would never deny jesus even if these other guys did when G, when peter was professing that he loved jesus more than anyone else so maybe jesus is challenging that statement which would be fresh in peter's mind even though it's you know some time ago would be fresh in his mind uh, and so maybe Jesus is saying, so uh, what do you think? You love me more than these guys? Well, you did deny me. Could be, probably is. We'll see why. And he said, Less, yes, Lord, you know that I love you. And Jesus said, well, then feed my lambs. And again, he said, Simon, son of John, do you love me? And he said, uh, yes, Lord, you know that I love you. And he said, well, then take care of my sheep. And the third time he said to him, Simon, son of John, do you love me? And Peter, you know, he was hurt because he asked him the third time, do you love me? And he said, Lord, you know all things, and you know that I love you. And Jesus said, then feed my sheep. And he's going to say something else to him, too. Well, let's read it. Verily, verily I tell you, uh, very truly I tell you, that when you were younger, you dressed yourself and you went wherever you wanted. But when you're old, you'll stretch out your hands and someone else will dress you and lead you where you don't want to go. And Jesus said this to indicate the kind of death by which Peter would glorify God. And then he said to him, follow me. So he's probably telling Peter that he's going to die similar to the way that Jesus died. You're going to have your hands stretched out. Somebody's going to dress you. You know, and you're not going to dress yourself. And it's going to be a death to the glory of God. So speaking of, of Peter's martyrdom, um, they say that Peter was martyred uh, for his faith, died for his faith, crucified I'm the same way with Jesus, but Peter said he wanted to be crucified upside down. Now, that's legend, you know, who really knows? But, you know, those rumors are passed down, and there's probably some element of truth in it. So this thing about, do you love me? First of all, do you love me more than these? Is he saying you love me more than these guys? Remember you said that you would never deny me, you know, yet you did. You said you were better than all these other guys. <clears throat> Jesus is restoring Peter, and he's giving him a task. He's He's giving him an assignment, and the assignment is to feed the sheep. And that's what we need to be doing, feeding the sheep. But Peter had denied him three times and around a fire. Remember that? When you go back, he's around the fire. He's around the charcoal fire, just like Jesus is around the charcoal fire. And so three times, Jesus asks him, do you love me? And Peter says, yes. I think he's restoring him for those three times, kind of bringing him back into the same situation, same scenario, you know, that Peter's feeling so bad about, and restoring him. And then giving him an assignment. It's sort of a reassignment. He's assigning him again to what he had been given to do originally. And that was to go out and to share the gospel. Uh, to make fishers of, of people. Remember Jesus said to these guys, they were fishermen. And he said, I'll make you fishers of people. So Peter's going to be a fisher of people. <clears throat> now Peter turned and saw the other disciple whom Jesus loved was following them. This is the one who had leaned against Jesus at the supper and said, Lord, who's going to betray you? This is John. He's talking about himself. Gospel of John, the Gospel of reading. 
when Peter Sermi said, well, what about him? Well, we're always worried about everybody else. We're, we're not always so worried about what the Lord has told us to do or what we're supposed to do with our lives. We're like worried about everybody else. Well, what about them? And Jesus said, if I want him to remain alive until I return, uh, what's that to you? you? You need to follow me. Mind your own business. Don't worry about what everybody else is doing. Don't worry about what the Lord has given anyone else to do. What about you? Just follow Jesus and do what, he's, do what you're supposed to do. And because of this, the rumor spread among the believers that the disciple would not die. So they must have thought that the return of Jesus Christ was going to be soon because they were assuming that John was going to live all the way until the time that Jesus came back. But Jesus didn't say that he would not die. He only said, if I want him to remain until I return, what's that to you? So again, you know, mind your own business. Don't worry about other people. You know, you follow, you follow me. This is the disciple who testifies to these things and wrote them down. We know his testimony is true. That's the writer, John, speaking of himself. He's the one who wrote these things down. And then it said, Jesus did many other things as well. If every one of them were written down, I suppose that even the whole world would not have room for the books that, uh, <clears throat> that would be written. So that seems to be future or uh, uh, the things that Jesus did do and the things that Jesus will do because Jesus is still doing things and you could never number them. You could never write them all down. The world couldn't contain uh, the stories of the things that Jesus has done. So here we have the, the account from John. He wrote it himself, gave it to us. And these things were written that you might believe. So, you know, we should give out as many Gospel of John's as we can uh, so that people might believe because they believe having read the Gospel of John or having heard the Gospel of John. So uh, let's get the Gospel of John's as many people as we can. And we're going to move on into the book of Acts. So may the Lord bless you, keep you, make his face shine upon you. You are loved. You are loved. You are loved. Peace, peace, peace. Peace, grace, and mercy be unto you. Hey, love you guys.